and welcome to We Got a Podcast, a podcast about Dragon Ball from A to Z, from Earth to Namek to Sadala. We cover it all. My name is Randy. And I'm Singed Leg Hair Doug. <laughs> Man, you've always got the good ones. Got it. Uh, I haven't even lost what the heck we're doing. We're the world's <laughs> strongest under the heavens duo here every other week to talk year off about fights, goofs, and everything else in the Dragon Ball cosmos. Doug, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. How about you? I'm hanging in there, getting over a cold. Uh, found yeah. out that it's a cold and not allergies, because as I was getting over it, my husband Andrew started coming down with it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, well, it's not allergies then if I spread it to people. Not allergies, not the worst thing either, so that that's good. But you're, you're getting better. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I'm getting there, which is I'm good. I'm glad, I'm glad. Uh, what's new with you? Uh, I joined a, a dating app finally. Oh, hey, that's awesome. Yeah. Which one? Where do I find you? How do I hook uh, up? <laughs> I try, actually, I try to hinge. I try to hinge because it seemed pretty cool where you could like, uh, it's more social media based where people can just mm. like like your picture and like that oh, all nice. instead of like matching, swiping left or right. They can like a picture. They can comment on your picture or video. So I threw like my pictures and like a, like maybe a couple of TikTok videos that have my funny side on there. <laughs> but uh, no. It was a, uh, it's, I don't know. It's still kind of my confidence with dating women is so like negative. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually matched with this girl. Uh, we talked for about like an hour and a half that same night that we matched. Um, but then I heard nothing from her back the next day and it's been like a mm-hmm. week now. So that, I guess that's long gone. I thought it was a good conversation, but I guess not good enough. But you know, well, that tis t- t- the dating world. So true. Well, you got to hit her back up. Be like, yo, what's up? You know? Well, I did, and I don't want to, like, come back, like, a week later, like, yeah, so, it wasn't, whatever. I was was actually more relieved that it was over, like, dating anyone in general, like, talking or anything like that, it's just, I'm still nervous about that kind of stuff, so. It's just about making the bestest friend in the world. I guess, I would already have one, and I'm talking to him right now. Oh, man. (laughs) Well, if I was in... Two thruples. I would be like, Doug, what's up? If I was into men. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. It's a lot you of ifs and buts. Oh, well, good. I'm wishing you luck there, man, because Thanks, you man. are a smart, handsome, funny individual, and you deserve happiness. Oh, let me just put that clip, sound clip of you saying that in my Hinge profile then. Do it. Be like, this is my hetero life mate saying this, not anybody else. Right. Unprompted. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't ask for it. I did not have a gun to his head or anything, I swear. How how you doing, though, man? How are things going with you? (laughs) I'm doing good. Like I said, getting over my cold. Um, I've been playing Pokemon Soul Silver. Um, Ooh, my favorite. It's everybody's favorite. Or at least, Is you know, yeah. Heart Gold, Soul Silver. People are like, oh, that's that was the best. Yeah, dude, it was so great. Uh, that's where I completed my Pokedex for the first time ever was in oh, Soul shit. Silver. At the there time, was, now there's new Pokemon, but yeah. There was probably already like fucking 500 of those things at that time. So that was, was a lot a of work. Lot. But it, it was cool because there were ways <sighs> to get them all. Even from like, I think Black and White 2 was like the one before that. So mm. there were still like ways, ways to get those Pokemon on. Or maybe not. I, th- I think I could still get Pokemon that I wasn't able to get from previous generations from oh, Black yeah. and White 2 exclusively to Soul Silver mm. with like the time machine thing. But whatever, regardless, like I got I got all of them except for like the event exclusive ones, which was so oh, awesome. Wow. I've been a dirty cheater and just been using cheats. Uh, and the problem was I <laughs> I broke the game, I think, with the cheats. Because first oh, of all, you? in the Poke Gear, you know, you've got your different phone numbers for people. So it's like trainer, trainer, Professor Elm. Mom, trainer, mom, trainer, mom, oh, mom, 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 mom. <laughs> How many mommies? Like, 
<laughs> I had so many mommies. <laughs> mommies for days, Douglas. That's like a good problem to me. <laughs> and then the that's after, what I'm that's trying to do on Hinge. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Find me, hit me up, mommies. <laughs> but that wasn't the problem that broke it. It was so Whitney, a trainer, she's in the yeah. radio tower in Goldenrod City, and you need to like go do the quiz so you can get the radio add on for your poke gear. And then she's like, Oh, I've been trying to do the quiz forever, blah blah blah. Anyway, I gotta go back to my gym and then she leaves. Right. Well in my game she did that, but then she didn't go anywhere. She's just gone. Disappeared. Doesn't exist. Oh. What? I went through her entire gym, cleared out all the trainers, and she's not there. So she's I had to there. I had to pop out my memory card and I had to go throw that into a Pokemon save editor and be like, Yeah, give me the badge, give me the TM that she should give me and let me just uh, keep moving. <laughs> just to progress the story. Yeah, exactly. So I broke Dang. it and the only way to fix it is to break it more. Break it so. again. <laughs> yeah. I mean how'd you break it in the first place? Did you did, did um, you, you ran stuff on it earlier? So I have some cheats going. I have like a two times experience multiplier, so I can level up faster. Um, I've turned off the animation at the Pokemon Center, so instead of like, oh, oh, thanks yeah, for your yeah. Pokemon, let's go put these over here. Do 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 do. And then actually just thank you again here you go. to go through yeah. the thing again. Mm, That's cool. Wait, yeah. So you're playing on your oh, you're playing your 3ds on my hacked 3ds. On your no. hacked 3ds. Oh man, mm-hmm. oh, is that the emulation police coming? I hear. Oh, yeah, they're knocking at the door. <laughs> what kind of siren does the emulation police have? It's definitely 8-bit chiptune sounding. It's 8-bit, yeah, exactly. But that's been my thing lately. I mean, if, you know, being sick, I'm just like, well, I'll do that. And then also watch a bunch of Marvel movies before Doctor Strange Multiverse yeah. of Madness. So. That, that movie was a, that was a fun movie. I wouldn't watch it. No spoilers. I wouldn't watch no spoilers. it. No um, spoilers. I don't, like, I had a friend who was like, oh, I'll see it again with you. I saw it and I'll see it again. But then, like, I'm like, yeah, totally. I watched it and then I'm like, uh, I don't want to see it again. It was great, but I don't want to see it immediately again. You know what I mean? Mm, mm-hmm. I can feel you there. I don't generally watch these movies too often, like rewatch. Mm-hmm. I just actually rewatched Doctor Strange, uh, Spider Man No Way Home, uh, mm-hmm. like the week leading up to it. And those are the first times I've seen those again. So. Oh, uh, okay. No, yeah. I saw Spider Man No Way Home like at least twice in theaters. Nice. And then that again, one I get. recently. Yeah. It's totally different after like watching it home without the whole theater experience, without anyone yeah. yelling with Andrew Garfield and everything is yeah, in a crowd. Yeah, it wasn't the energy wasn't the same. Exactly. We're actually here to talk about Dragon Ball though. What's that? <laughs> I know. Really? What even is that? Uh before we jump into that, I wanted to bring up last week's episode where we talked about fan created works. Yes. Definitely, if you haven't heard that episode yet, give it a listen. It's so good. And I want to hear from you more of your favorite fan-created works. We had a couple additional people sending stuff on Twitter. It's just so cool because I'm learning stuff or like there's things that I forgot. And yeah, it's just there's so much great stuff out there and that, that we forgot to mention too. Oh, yeah. I mean, we only had 40, 45 minutes. We, didn't, we couldn't talk about it all. Well, I, made, I made a mental note before the podcast started. Oh, yeah. Mention cosplay. Episode went on. Mm. I forgot it. Episode ended. Oh, yeah. Cosplay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Didn't mention cosplay. Uh, we didn't talk about like, well, we talked about covers and stuff, but like we mm. got to talk about Rifty Beats and you're like, that's also a fan created. And I'm like, oh, yeah. shit, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> totally it's all forgot. around us. And in our day to day, we without even knowing, Dragon Ball fan created things are around us all the time. It's all around the universe. It binds the universe together. It's like the force. <laughs> uh, this is I would say this is like a fan-created work, but it's not. It, the people were paid to do this. Uh, we're here to talk about this week, uh, Rock the Dragon, or the original like ocean dub sort yeah. of stuff. 
the way we uh, heard it back when, uh, if you're an Ameri- North American, that's how you mm-hmm. probably were first introduced to the show in the 90s, late 90s. If you're old like us, I mean, if you're younger, then, like, you know, you had Then, co- then you, you saw bullshit. Blue Popo, but... <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, we're taking Trunks' time machine all the way back to September 14th, 1996, when the original English dub of Dragon Ball Z began airing in syndication in the U.S. And there wasn't like, it wasn't on like one thing. So due to logistics of syndicated broadcast programming blocks, it was aired via local affiliates ranging from like WB, UPN, or Fox, ABC, uh, CBS. Is that why it was like everywhere? Okay, that makes sense. Exactly. Well, some people are like, oh, I watched it on ABC. It was like, I watched it on UPN. Like it just depended mm-hmm. on your area. Man, UPN. Um, I haven't heard about UPN in a long time. <laughs> right. Well, they got gone, and then they became the CW. <laughs> I think. I don't know. Oh, American. That TV totally tracks. Weird. If it does, if it, that's what it is, it totally tracks. <laughs> Consistent uh, quality. Hell yeah. Uh, this original run lasted 53 episodes covering up to Jason Bada starting their assault on Goku. And I say, yes, that's 53 episodes because a lot of things were edited or consolidated. They resulted yeah. in the first 67 episodes of Z being condensed down to 53. That threw uh, Young Doug off when he started collecting the DVDs when it all of a sudden went to like 53 to episode 81. I was like, what, 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 what? Well, the original DVDs and stuff still use the wrong numbering system. So then, right. like, the final episode is not 291. It's fucking, I don't know, 270 something. <sighs> that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's super weird. Um, so after that syndicated run, uh, Cartoon Network picked it up to add it to its Toonami block of action cartoons in 1998. And that's where I came in because I watched it on Toonami. First episode aired like the day before school started and for fifth grade. And uh, I've been obsessed since. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I don't live it and breathe it. I got fucking figures everywhere. I do a, <laughs> I do a podcast about it, Doug. <laughs> Jeez. You're saying that because you see me in video form now and you see all my figures behind me. It's true. I gotta, I gotta say something so that way I save face. Exactly. Uh, the first 53 episodes were played repeatedly. Like, I don't know, it went through it like four or five times until the fall of 1999 when Funimation in-house started to dub more and we got season three starting to finish off the whole Frieza stuff. And uh, while I would love Doug to sit here one night and watch 53 episodes of 90s Dragon Ball Nostalgia with you. Oh my God. We only did the first four. And yes. that's going to take us through Raditz. I think four four was enough. I was kind of drifting after the third one, but... Yeah, yeah, same here. <laughs> it's definitely not <laughs> something I could marathon. Well, maybe I could. If, like, I knew, like, this weekend, I'm just going to just go and <laughs> watch it with somebody that loves it. anymore of, like, Dragon Ball. We're too Ball. old like, to be bingers. I'm probably is too old, what it yeah. Is? I try watching new anime, and I just fall asleep by the end of the first episode. <laughs> I, I did nothing against the anime. It's fantastic. I just gotta watch weekly, just, so that way... I'm out. Yeah, you know, I need, like, one I'm... episode a week, yeah. <laughs> I feel you there. I need to, I need to keep watching Jujutsu Kaisen. I need to watch Spy Family. Mm. I need to get into Hunter Hunter. There's so much anime out there that I want to get into, but man, man. there's just so much. Yeah, I'm watching Digimon. It's not that's en- <laughs> <Again>? enough. No, <laughs> the new 2020 version. Oh, okay. Uh, which has been uh, fun. The last few episodes have just been feels like old Digimon episodes, which is Ooh. rad. So I'm going to add that to my list then too. Yeah. yeah I had more to the pile. I know I've <laughs> also got like Jujutsu Kaisen and stuff in my list. I'm like, I'll get there. One of these fucking one days. Of these days. I watched uh, my uh, dress up darling. That was the one that's like, I think I'm into slice of life anime more than I am anything. Cause I can, oh. I can, I can binge slice of life anime. Got that you good should, feeling. You should watch. And I've only seen like the first four episodes. You should watch laid back camp. 
which oh. is a very chill one. It's just like some girls in a, a camping club in high school uh, okay. that just go out and, and hang out at campgrounds. It's just very chill. Never heard they have of it. a dog. Yeah. It's very cute. And a dog. Oh. That's how you know it's good. They got a mm-hmm. they got a mascot so they can sell you some toys and, <laughs> and stuff for that. <laughs> but we're talking about some some good old 90s shonen. Well, 80s shonen repackaged for Americans in the 90s. Yeah. The dub. So, how long has it been since you watched this? Like I know that we watched the first three movies with, yeah. the, with the Ocean cast, but how long has it been since you watched Edited, music replaced, ocean dub, Dragon Ball. Sit down and actually watch an episode. I, I don't think I ever did after the initial viewing on wow. Toonami. I really don't think I'd, I think like, no, I, I bought the DVDs uh, maybe in 2001. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I, I watched them then because I, cause I bought them. So. Right. But after, after that, they served no purpose to me because then like the new dub came out. The ultimate uncut edition, and then the orange box, and then finally the dragon box, and that—that's by by then I was fully into the Japanese version exclusively. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a special thing because I had gotten these episodes, I want to say sometime last fall, and I uh, went over to a friend's house and we actually watched the first four episodes. Uh, oh, nice! So, Just like this. Yeah, so that was only like nine months ago. So, but before then. Uh, you know, some clips here and there online just because I got to yeah. watch Goku versus Vegeta fucking ocean dub because that's just good, good stuff, man. Right. Oh, my but God. Yeah. Let's see what you've got. Kakarot. <laughs> we <laughs> so can always great. go back and do some some choice picks. But yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. These first four would be good. So what were you feeling when you came into this? Because it's been a while. This is basically just a pure shot of nostalgia going straight into your veins. Well, yeah, especially because it pops off with Rock the Dragon, like right off the mm. bat, the, the theme, the intro song comes in and you're like, oh, yeah, this song definitely has something in there that just like it, it plays really well to getting stuck in your head. Maybe it's the repeated words <laughs> over and over right. again. Dragon, <laughs> dragon, rock the dragon, come in me. I mean, come nope. get me. There come we get go. Me. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was very surprised with how much I enjoyed watching it again. I think there's always been the stigma about, for me anyway, just like the dub equals bad. I mean, I've gotten over that over the past few years, mm-hmm. but uh, getting a new appreciation for the dub in in this in this uh, even in this ocean dub version of it, it's it's pretty damn good. Right. I mean, it's not the show because they've changed so much i mean the music is replaced the opening theme is entirely different and it's a whole different feel yeah but if you're going into it with that expectation and especially if you watch it when you're younger it's kind of very exciting to go Mm -hmm. back to something like this and also the fact that we have a proper release that we could just go to instead of like oh now we're never gonna get that because we're stuck with this bullcrap yeah it's uh is good times. How do you feel about the casting? You know, are there any voices that stood out to you? Like, oh, this is this is good. This is magic. Yeah, you know the the usuals. I don't know their names, but like like you do. But I, I know Scott McNeil. He's Piccolo, right? Mm-hmm, yeah, he does. Right. A, he does a fantastic job as Piccolo. He nails that. I think Ian Ian Muck something. Ian Mc, James Corlett. Wow. I mean, is there a Muck? Some is there a Mick somewhere in there? Mm, I don't think so. Like Kirby Mc... I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of like James <laughs> McCook. I don't know. Kirby Morrow, who plays Goku, is the third. Maybe that's something I'm thinking Ocean of. But one. the one one here is Ian, right? Yes. Yeah, I think he he does a great job, too. He has the perfect voice, too, where it's just like very chipper and calm when he needs to be. Mm-hmm. And then when it's time to, to battle or whatever, he's he's got the intimidating kind of voice. He shifts it really well. Yeah, exactly. He's not serious. He's not a superhero. I really appreciate his take. 
Yeah, Krillin and Bulma's voice definitely feel dated or <laughs> like I feel much bit. more nostalgic for them than I do any other character. Where other characters like Piccolo and Goku, they kind of fit really well. Mm-hmm. I think with Krillin and, and Bulma, it's very yeah. I love, and I unfortunately don't remember this voice actor's name. The guy who does Raditz in this, man. Yeah. I mean, they also gave him all of the choice lines, which is they did. Really good. They gave him <laughs> stuff that's what seemed kind of corny and cheesy, like are so endearing to me now. <laughs> Have you seen my arm? You can't miss it. It's green. It's green. You look a little blue there, green man. Like so great. <laughs> oh man, I love the the, the constant uh, mention of like him being. Uh, Uncle Raditz, because I don't think we get that oh, ever yeah. in, in the Japanese version or manga, but it's just kind of like fun to hear. Like he's really selling that. Yeah, I'm gonna take your boy. We're gonna you're gonna spend some time, quality time with Uncle Raditz. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we also had uh, quite a bit of fun, fun edits to things. Like Roshi is drinking just a frothy mug of water. <laughs> yeah, that's the first like major like you can't miss it. It's green kind of moment where <laughs> it's like, yeah, the thing is so blue and it's like so shaky compared because it's it's so hard to match up the framing of these mm-hmm. old episodes because the old episodes kind of jitter like a, a millimeter. And that's yep. just because how things were back then. So to match that, it, it's, it's annoying. As an editor myself for AMVs to try to match that up, I know the pain yeah. and that's it's so hard to do yeah matching that frame by frame and then like it's just a product you got to get out the door like we had yeah goku's digital diaper uh yeah to hide to hide the penis the, the little the, or the i guess the big u the u-shaped <laughs> little letter. u over a big u <laughs> yeah the, yeah yeah exactly that and like there's a water splash to cover him up too later yeah that was creative at least to cover up his dick like like he was already in a bathtub and some water splash right. and they covered up with that, that that's great good call I like the the sound effects sometimes. I, okay, I don't like sound effects most of the time, but the one time mm-hmm. was when that little rooster thing on top of Roshi's house that like spins and tells you northwest south. Yeah, like when when they pull the camera out and show that, and it makes a little noise. It really like I think adds to the scene, don't you think? Yeah, I would totally agree because now that is like the foreground element, and everything happening is in the background, so we would hear that sound closer so like putting that in there yeah that's good you know that gives it a sense of uh space it made it feel almost like a little like a western because of like how like you hear tumbling in the distance like you would hear that it's really cool i kind of wish that was i mean for all we know it was and i just didn't notice it until now but i don't think it was (laughs) true yeah i don't uh think so and yeah there's some other like cartoony sound effects and stuff that are here yeah. and there but like i don't know that's it's like the least of its time and it was endearing back then as kids right i don't think that's nearly as bad as when you know we've got constant wall-to-wall sound of somebody has to be talking even if they're off camera and stuff but yeah 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 overall is you know not offensive to be adding some sound effects here and there yeah I think all the blaring edits are more towards the like Nappa and Vegeta type stuff. When things get gory, that's when oh. more of the more apparent stuff happens. But for now, like nothing really as as a whole, the, the this dub is not really offensive. It's 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 definitely nowhere near as good as the original Japanese version because mm-hmm. it's just a different tone. This one, yeah, I, I don't want to say it's it's a vastly different tone, but it's got a different feel, I guess. Yeah, there are some other ones that come to mind, like the entire removal of what Raditz does to Gohan before Gohan's like tumbling along along in the grass. Yeah, yeah, like the big <laughs> slap he does <laughs> to, to right. Gohan. 
Instead of that, it just cuts to Gohan already tumbling over. <laughs> like, what happened? <laughs> There's also that one where Goku's laying on his back, and then Raditz, like, lands on his stomach. And in the original, like, you know, he screams in pain, but mm-hmm. they digitally made his face stay the same, so Goku doesn't react to that <laughs> happening. So it's like, yeah. oh, he's not hurt. That wasn't uh, that wasn't uh, hurting him. It's fine. That, that reminds me of the other shot of, like, uh, when Raditz is holding Gohan up when he first oh, kidnaps yeah. him. And, like, there's a static shot of, of Gohan. It, it looks so off. That was definitely, like, an edit. But I don't remember yeah. what they edited in that scene, so. Was it just, like, more crying? And they're like, this is traumatic. We gotta, this is too much crying we gotta tone the, it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, we can't show this. But we can show the bear carcass that Raditz just ate in the wilderness. <laughs> yeah. It's just a full-blown oh. bear carcass that Raditz apparently ate raw. Yeah, such a good line of, like, next time I'll cook the meat. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's gonna get diarrhea unless somebody murders yeah. him in the next hour. <laughs> his, his space stomach is strong, don't worry. Also, this, <laughs> like I was telling you, like I can't I can't watch this part of the series now and not think of abridged because of it's how very often, hard it's very because like back then when the abridged first started we I, those they were so good they were the best quality comedy we had parody wise <laughs> that I would just watch those five episodes over and over and over again so now I just hear that whenever I see this yeah it's very hard to get that out of your head I actually had something similar with a friend of mine um, when I showed her abridged and then Kai was happening, um, she wasn't watching the show, but she like turned on the TV or something and Kai was on and she was like, it's so weird because I'm not used to these voices or these lines. I'm waiting for it to be funny because she only thing animated she'd seen uh, was a bridge. She had read the yeah. manga, but she had never watched the show. Right. <laughs> so I was like, oh, these are, oh, I've ruined you. <laughs> and the, are... the, the funny part about a bridge is that there's so many like lines that are funny. So they stick in your head. So you, mm-hmm. you anticipate hearing it. And when it's not there, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a weird different type of PTSD, which was uh, really? watching this and. I knew that some shots were coming up and I, my gut was like, careful, it's going to be redrawn and it's going to look bad because it's like Kai when they had some random shots that are redrawn. Right. It didn't make any sense, but I'm like, oh, it's going to be weird looking. I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> it's still the 90s and the 80s. It's fine. Uh, they didn't redraw any of these frames yet. Yeah, it's they're, they're, like reminds me how this kind of went through. Uh, it, it kind of went at manga pace where it skipped all the intro to Gohan stuff. Yeah. And it kind of started us right into the story where Goku goes to Roshi's Island for the first time with Gohan. And I was like, I, I like that. It made the story flow a lot better. Yeah. It was Kai before Kai, but not on purpose, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it was because they wanted to get to the action faster to try and, you know, sell this to people. And I kind of agree with it because that first episode, while it sets up a nice mystery of like first introducing us to Gohan and then like, oh, how did he save himself? I don't, yeah. I don't think we need that. <laughs> not a full half hour's worth. Especially as we're not being introduced to Dragon Ball OG 153 episodes beforehand where we're, we're, we know Goku as a character and it is it would be fun to see oh he has a son what's his son like whereas opposed right. to that we're just getting this episode one we don't care about this character it's, it kind of seems boring because we don't have the full context of what it mm. means for Goku to have a son yeah and at least by like episode two like Goku and Piccolo are there fighting Raditz so like we are just yeah. zipping we had yeah, our like, first episode and like there's some fighting there's Raditz versus Piccolo and then like Raditz like hits Goku in the first yeah, it's episode, very, very engaging stuff. So it, it's a uh, it's it's good. It's good shit. It hooked me. It's which what I got think... us. I was gonna say, yeah, like 
we probably wouldn't mm-hmm. be here if it wasn't for these first four episodes. Gosh, I didn't even think about that while we were watching. I'm like, this is the reason why I'm here. This is right. why I'm on yeah. this call with you watching this. <laughs> Isn't that wild to think about? Jeez. Yeah, it is, man. Stuff is... Oh, yeah. And, and like how hard the first... Not the first episode, I guess, but I guess the first episode of Rock Dragon, but I guess it would be like episode two or three of TBZ proper. Mm-hmm. The animation, um, not just the way it, not just the way it's drawn, but how dynamic the everyone is. Is that what it's the called? Cinematography. Like the yeah, cinematography. Yeah, yeah. Yes, like everyone's moving and talking. It's not just like standing there pose and the lip flaps are are flapping per mm-hmm. character. It's like everyone's moving about. Everyone's posing while they're talking. It's like a lot of effort went into this. Like Goku's eyes move around. Like he's looking around. Like looking at Roshi. Looking back. All this confusion. It's so subtle. But and I don't think I we see that much in the series at all besides this episode yeah because you brought that up and then i was thinking i'm like yeah you're right dang this episode does have like really great angles and like a lot of motion just for what is ostensibly exposition and just talking yeah yes it's just talking on, on roche's island and you, you go go to super and you're like no we're not getting any of that here no i'm just gonna stand here and i'm gonna have a lip flap you'll be lucky if i blink uh, yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I think they did a good job in terms of like cutting this up and making it exciting for newcomers and mm-hmm. explaining a lot of stuff as we go along of like, yeah, who's Piccolo and uh, people have been dead and have been brought back. So they shouldn't go fight because if they die again, they can't be wished back. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of that is the original script of it being translated over, but it's it's good that it's there. It, it, it obviously worked because we didn't have issues following along. Like, oh, obviously Piccolo is this bad guy, even though we just met him. Yeah. And, and like, yeah, Goku's the strongest. We get all that. And this is his son. We, we get all, all everything. Oh, they even explain the Dragon Balls within the first, like, three or four episodes. So, like, when Raditz dies. Mm-hmm. When Goku and Piccolo spilling the beans to Raditz and his transmitter. <laughs> Yeah, you know, to his live stream. You said you said uh, <laughs> Radis is like <laughs> Vegeta and Nappa subscribed to my Twitch live streams. They're definitely hearing all of They're this. They're definitely listening and they heard everything about the Dragon Balls. <laughs> it's like Oh man. Yeah, I guess I didn't, you know, putting it that way, it's like, this works, and I guess we can say that it works because we at the time were the target demo. Yeah. Uh totally. which is wild to not be that anymore oh, right i can appreciate it for what it is now but it's just after being introduced to the japanese version it's a di- totally different show yeah absolutely and i am glad that we eventually got that mm-hmm. but it's nice to have this too just to go back and be like what was it like back then which is man been a trip because i've also been watching the original deke sailor moon i finished oh, yeah. season one i'm part way through season two now so I'm just living that Toonami 1998 life, and it's it's wild <laughs> it's and it's bring great. Me back, <laughs> yeah, Man, exactly. I, I, I still kick myself over not ever buying that Rock the Dragon box set when it came mm-hmm. out. Like I didn't, I didn't think I really. I, I think I thought I would have bought it eventually, so there was no rush to get it. But I didn't. I I should have realized the power of nostalgia. Everyone bought it and it sold out really quickly. Or that should have bought it. Yeah, that it was going to be such a limited run thing, and it's like, oh yeah. no, your time has passed. Like as as a collector, like yeah, that missing from my set. That is what made me a fan to not have that. It kind of hurts a little bit, but I right. paid four hundred bucks for that thing now. So it's no, because not... yeah, I looked it up on Amazon yesterday, and it's like, oh, somebody's asking four hundred bucks. Sort of like, yeah, no, like M- MSRP was that. probably like 70. I think it was 70, if I remember correctly. And it was like, that's that was a lot of money when I was buying yeah. these DVDs. At so that I'm point like, in my life, yeah, I, I was like, maybe I'll save it. up. 
<laughs> to buy this later. And that's when it didn't happen. So And it yep, kept slipping down the priority ladder and then eventually it's like, ah, oh, to print, too bad. Yeah. I wasn't too upset, but I'm but now looking back, like, dang it, yeah. Should have should have grabbed it. Right, exactly. Also, another Which thing is- I should have should have grabbed going back to the Rock the Dragons set is like uh the SH figure arts version of Vegeta in his first appearance colors. Oh, oh yeah. I had stopped collecting those SH figure arts figures like right before then. If I had just bought that Vegeta, that that Vegeta goes on sale for crazy amounts of money even like to this day. Man. I kind of wish I had that one. Right. We could sit here and we could talk about our regrets all the live long day. <laughs> oh, I could. <laughs> But we've been jabbering old men talking about when we were kids and when we were cool and we knew what was hip. (laughs) The good old days. (laughs) Exactly. But I want to take a little break here. and I want to come back and I want to hear what uh, some other people had to say about this time in Dragon Ball and this this sort of kind of release. Can't wait. So we will be right back. Okay, and we're back to hear what you guys had to say about this time in Dragon Ball history, this release, your memories with this whole ocean dub shenanigans. Uh, first up, we had Colton uh, at Sniper King three two three, the manga maverick himself. Yeah. Uh, says, I got into Dragon Ball Z after Funimation started doing their own dubbing in-house, so I don't really have any experience with what the show was like before then, so I'm looking forward to listening to this episode. Well, good news! Colton, you're listening right now, I assume, because that's vicariously through us in our experiences. <laughs> Hopefully, we did it justice. And uh, if you're interested, you should give it a watch uh, to see what the past was like. I don't uh, know if it's like run out and do it. I think the end, as long as long as the end product is that you're a Dragon Ball fan, that's all that matters, really. That's true. You could you could have came into it differently. And you still love it. And that's what matters. Yeah. yeah. It is fun to see like the little edits that the little funny edits that uh, <laughs> this set did. But I, don't yeah. know, I, I wouldn't invest too much time in it. Yeah. And definitely don't invest money into it. You don't need to do that. It's uh, <laughs> not a worthwhile product. Would that overall. go straight to Funimation anyway? Because it's. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I think uh, Ocean, the Ocean Dub was always Funimation regardless. Even those like DVD sets. Yeah. So to clear up confusion, it was produced by Funimation. Mm-hmm. The discs were made and published by Pioneer, and right. the dubbing was done by Ocean Group in Canada. So it's a Funimation right. product, but they didn't do any of this stuff in-house, so it was all subcontracted. Right, so it, it was released by Pioneer, but it wasn't like a Pioneer dub. No. It was it was always the Ocean, and then and then Funimation finally took it in-house, like right. starting like Captain Ginyu. Yep, gotta save some money. Cost, those Canadians, man, they cost too much. Yeah. <laughs> too many loonies for that. They gotta, never mind. I was gonna say something about medical bills, but whatever. <laughs> Universal no, healthcare, you know. <laughs> That's where all the money's going, the Dragon Ball funds. <laughs> But no, I, I remember like getting uh, when I was first buying DVDs, collecting them. I it was always weird to me. I didn't know all that, so I bought what I could, and it was yeah. Captain Captain Ginyu. That's where it started. I'm like, that's really weird. Why Captain Ginyu? And then I had to buy the pot the quote unquote pioneer versions 
Mm-hmm. And they look so vastly different, bo- box art related than everything else. Like, this is really oh, weird. Yep. Now, why is that? And then it wasn't until later that I found out why. Yeah. I mean, they changed everything, you know? And it was. Yeah, uh, the whole tone. Like, because uh, all, all the voices, I mean, changed too. Like, because once, once I bought all the DVDs, I watched them straight through and, like, whoa, everything changed as soon as I got to this Captain Ginyu disc. Weird. Mm-hmm. All of those Pioneer releases, the VHS and DVDs for the singles, man, they had great art. Like, they it was really good, good promo art. Yeah. And then it, then they just started doing for the in-house stuff it was just either screen caps or vectorized redraws of screen caps <laughs> of the show that would look real bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. It was it was kind of lame. I think they got better at picking screenshots. I like the last DVDs they released were like the Cell Saga stuff. Yes. And I yep. think by then they really got they picked good shots. I had a Pike Han one front like VHS and it was like a redraw and it looked gross. <laughs> <laughs> but no the pioneer ones were were so awesome and like they oh. were they were u- unique art well at least not like screen caps right it was so cool actual good promo art and they had like cool box sets like the box sets that like the box yes. that would encase all the dvds were cool to have and even the vhs ones i think the all the vhs spine art like made an awesome image i think the, the future yep. ones did too but these most more so uniquely yeah absolutely tanuki joe at tanuki kuribo slash raccoon bob himself raccoon bob himself the mayo man <laughs> I just saw that highlight reel. That's so freaking funny. How JP <laughs> describes it. It's like that's the stop interviewing me. This that's the that's the story. I just saw Mayo. <laughs> Look up at Tanuki Kuribo if you would like to learn more about mayonnaise. Everyone knows um, him already. He's he's just a viral case. man without being unintentionally. I do not know every single person that listens to this show. I can't just assume they are all <laughs> in on the Mayo verse. If you don't love Joe, you will love Joe. So go check him out. (laughs) Uh, Joe says, I can remember whole episodes of this dub and recite them as if I was singing along to a favorite song. (laughs) I would love to hear that commentary track. (laughs) (laughs) Or not commentary track, just the dub. I want to hear the the Tanuki Joe dub. The Tanuki Joe dub, I think... Is something we all need, and he can tweet it out and then delete it shortly afterwards. Yeah, I think that's yeah, what yeah. we're It'll looking be for. A limited release. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it, man. I have that sort of feeling, but for the movies because I had those tapes, so I watched mm. those a lot. These episodes, not so much. No, other yeah, than like like I said, the abridged kind of took over. Mm-hmm. everything when i think about this part other of than series. a few key scenes later specifically like goku versus vegeta i watched clips of that all the fucking time mm-hmm. and i recorded that episode because i had like a church thing when that episode aired so then i had to record it and i came home and i watched uh, it over and over and over again because it was dope you know it was yeah, the big and- kaioken uh kamehameha versus uh gallic gun so i was like well, as long this as god wasn't watching shit. you and that's that's mm, all gravy. That's true. <laughs> Ryder, CR Berserk, One Piece, Yu Yu Show at Gen Ryusal Ryder says, Going from the Pilaf arc to the 23rd Badokai arc through the manga as a kid, and then watching the anime through the ocean dub meant this was the first time I'd ever heard these characters speak. And they're still the voices I hear for this portion of the story. Yeah. 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 You know, once you hear it, that's kind of like, that's what sticks with you. It's weird. When I read the manga, I, gosh, I can't tell you who sounds like what. I mean, really? probably Scott McNeil Piccolo all the time, though. I think, I think for that's me, probably it. It's like Chris Sabat and, and Sean Schemmel. That That's who I hear oh, uh, wow. when, when I read the manga. Even though I, like, I, I'm desperately telling my mind, no, hear Masako Nozawa. <laughs> <laughs> Your mind just associates with, with what it wants to. So it just associates 
for me. Exactly. I guess I'm reading in English. If I was reading it in Japanese, if I took the time to learn Japanese and then read the Japanese Tankoban, maybe I'd hear Masakonazawa, <laughs> but I'm reading in English, so I hear English voices. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's all I had there, but you know what? Unlike last week, Doug, we got trivia. Okay. <laughs> all right. Better strap in, strap on, and welcome to trivia. I've always got my strap on. <laughs> That's the spirit. Always have it. <laughs> Question number one. Give it to me. What is the official name of the opening theme used for this dub? Oh, oh, I do not know this. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> you make me think my entire life that, oh, it's Rock the Dragon, so it's going to be Rock the Dragon. Then you introduce a question that's like, obviously, this is not the correct answer, so what is it going to be, Doug? It's not called Rock the Dragon? Uh, I will it's give you a hint. It is sick, not called sick Rock guitar the Dragon. cover by some, so-and-so on YouTube. That's sick how it's called. guitar cover. <laughs> <laughs> no. Whenever I look on Google, that's the first thing that pops up for me. <laughs> uh, so your answer is it's not Rock the Dragon. Does it does it have an actual name that's like I can't imagine it being something other than Rock the Dragon? That's Goku's all the lyrics are. Soliloquy. Called... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Great Adventure of the Dragon Balls. <laughs> oh, I will tell you the answer right now. The answer mm-hmm. is main title. Oh, you mother flipper. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> that's not fair. It doesn't really have an actual main name, title. but that's what it's called. <laughs> Let's put that on my resume. Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> I made main title for Dragon Ball Z. Main t- yeah, I made main title. Probably <laughs> I'm main it. title guy. <laughs> main title. <laughs> All right, question number two. What Pioneer VHS tape was the first official home release of subtitled Dragon Ball content in the United States? What? <laughs> Can you repeat that question, please? Sure. What Pioneer VHS tape, so this is back in the Pioneer days, Yeah, was the very first time we got subtitled Dragon Ball content released here in the United States? Oh, it was like the movies, right? It was like uh, the Dead Zone. Boom! You got it! It was Dead Zone. Yes! The very first time. I remember, I think it was the Tree of Might or or the second or third movie where it included like a Namek subtitle track. Do you remember that? Oh, I think I heard about that, but I don't... Wow, man. Yeah, it might have even been the first movie. I'm not sure, but something had like a Namek subtitle track or at least like a menu track, and it was really like... I have those DVDs. I should go check that out. You should. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That could (laughs) be wild. That's my trivia to you, buddy. You learned something new from me this time. Yeah, look at that. We teach each other. Uno reverse. Question number three. When Funimation returned to redub and re-release the original 67 episodes proper, what label was applied to that release? What was it called? Ultimate Uncut Edition, baby. Boom, just I like my penis. Too, I think, <laughs> yeah, sure. I know Ultimate Uncut too well because they kept boasting about it. Like, the Ultimate Uncut. Who names it Ultimate Uncut? It was such a joke back then to hear that. And then what was even more funnier and jokier was the trailer that they included with the fake Japanese words. Yes. Spot all over the trailer. <laughs> we don't have to, like, this isn't edited. We're bringing it to you raw. <laughs> like, you did it the first time. Like, that was your fault. Yeah. You could have done this the whole time. <laughs> you dumb Americans don't know what this is. Like, we can, we can feed you shit. You don't know what's going on. <laughs> all right, man. 
and they were they were they released like the first uh saiyan vegeta saga and then they started on the nam or was it like saiyan saga then vegeta saga something they got one, too many fucking arcs. yeah one box set was blue and it came with a goku figure and the second one was a blue box set and they only really it came with like a vegeta figure and it only came with they only released one dvd of that or one or two <laughs> yep. and then it got canceled for the for the orange bricks mm-hmm. which and i was honestly, so mad at the orange bricks for that because as a as a collector there's a hole in my collection now Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you could also say the same thing about the level Blu-rays, because that also only came yeah. out so far. God, that's the most disappointing. Yeah. I think the Ultimate Cuts had, like, commentary tracks or behind the scenes or something. Oh, whoa. That was interesting. Oh, no, they had, a, I think, like, a side-by-side comparison of what was an edit and what wasn't. Like, they had a, oh. a, quinto, a quinto on cloud on the bottom right of the screen when something was an edit in or cut out or whatever. It was kind of intriguing. Huh. It was something like that. I think the uh, if anyone out there listening knows better, remind me. But it's something like that. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Last one for you. What year was the complete Rock the Dragon DVD set released? That was 2000. Let's see. Where was I at my time of my life? I had just Gotta finished high school. I was I was picturing where it would go in my collection. And I was like, no, it would look ugly there. <laughs> but which case was that? Dang it. I, that's got to be like 2009. So I'm talking about that. Here it is. Here's the Rock the Dragon complete collection. Just all the, the episodes. The wide red thing with like Goku and Vegeta. About yes. To clash. Yeah. Yes. And you're going with 2009. <laughs> is that too early? Is that too... Is- is that the answer you really want to give, Doug? That's where I was in life, man. That's or was it? No, no, I was in where my mom has my collection now. So it was okay. a lot more recent than that. Mm-hmm. And we moved in there in 2015. So I'm gonna guess 2016. Just give me the okay. answer. It's 2013. Okay, um, so see, I don't, my, my history is way off. I don't know. I don't know yeah. when I lived where. <laughs> You're like, I just got out of high school. I'm like, what? <laughs> How young my, are you? Me and my family move out. Of the house is a lot. Okay, that's <laughs> fair. Lot. So that would throw me off keep, too. That's where, like, I'm trying to like, where, where in my time in my life was I thinking about putting this in my collection? And I just mm-hmm. can't remember now. Yeah, if, it's, if you move around a lot, that really jumbles with the memory. 2013 like, sounds about right, though. I mean, it's because it's correct. Now that that's you say it, it yeah, right. no, yeah, that, that's my that's <laughs> okay. that's my first guess. Can we right. cut this whole hot thing out? 2013 yeah, yeah. is my answer, Randy. Thanks. Dude, I already you got know it's right. Away. First you have to guess. tell me. I already know, buddy. Fucking nailed it, man. I'm a rock out the, the dragon stand here on out. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that's gonna kind of bring it to a close for us this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we love interacting with you and keeping you in the conversation, talking about our favorite franchise in the world. Uh, talk to us more about Rock the Dragon. Talk to us more about your favorite fan-created stuff. We want to hear it. Tweet at us at we got a pod and email us at WeGotAPod at gmail.com. Doug, what about music? What are we using this show? Music? Well, we got to thank our good buddy Rifty Beats for letting us use this track, Kakarot Theme Hip Hop Trap Remix. You can find it and other great tracks by Rifty on SoundCloud. Um, thank you to our sponsors. Randy, where can the people find you? They can find me at Saber underscore Breaker. Or if you want to hit me up on that Tumblies, I'm just at Saber Breaker. You're really going to go and for I that Tumblies. S- I did. And I, you know what? I started following you. I don't think you posted saw, anything in I a long time. I got the notification. Okay. I, said, I said, hey, remember us from Tumblr? <laughs> well, the Skydance Saber Breaker followed you. So uh, just FYI. I'm like, great. <laughs> I thought I only got people spamming spam bot accounts following me like once every three months. Now I got an actual human being. I am spam bot. 
in the flesh. <laughs> I know that spam bot. <laughs> I do a podcast with him. <laughs> Where can people find you on places like the Tumblr? <laughs> I, I probably do have a Tumblr under Jabaz or Jabaz Doug. I think it's under Jabaz, but yeah, everywhere else, Jabaz Doug, you'll you'll find me on there. I'm not Jabaz that has like a capital D, capital B, and capital Z as I intended because someone else snaked that from me like 20 years ago Fuck. and decided to make an account everywhere. And all they do is just upload random two minute soccer clips. <laughs> I was like, what? what does he have Jabaz for? Whatever. <laughs> but, what an a-hole. <laughs> no, I'm sure he's fine, but No, whatever. man, he's probably a war criminal. We could say that. <laughs> sure, yeah, let's say that. Uh, unofficial, off the record. There uh, we go. But yes, uh, please subscribe to the show. Tell your friends. Post a review. It super helps us out. And we'll catch you next time. Heck yeah, see you then, peeps. Peeps.